Hardy people, we are back. This is episode number three. This is three? This is episode number three. Of three it is, two. man. All right. You heard what he said. Yeah. We're back. Number yeah. three, man. Last time you said it was episode 17. I was like, oh, I, I get what you're <laughs> counting all in total. That was the total. That was the total time. We're we, we on total time today. So what's going on? Welcome back to the Alpha Mentality Podcast. My name is Otis Bird, a.k.a. ODB, and this is Mr. I'm going to make sure I don't say like a tax collector, Mr. Jeff <laughs> Nadal. <laughs> Mr. Jeffrey Nadal sign right here. And uh, I hope you guys can get a close look at this man's sneakers, man. I don't know if you can see it from the whole view, but uh, I told you he on that Kobe time all the time, you know. All the time. Alpha mentality came from um, from having an alpha mentality, and that conversation is a derivative from Kobe. So he's representing. Always. Uh, real quick, fun fact. Did you guys know that this guy used to be a sneakerhead? Massive sneakerhead. Yeah, not like a shoe, like, collector you know if you got 10 15 pair of sneakers then that don't make you a sneaker head how that's many cute. sneakers you had that's cute uh i had over 120 damn pairs yeah damn man he sold them i did he made a nice little chunk of change off of them too we're yeah. coming back though we're coming back though i see you i see you i see you so what's happened since the last time we got together a lot has happened since the last time we got together man uh i mean let's just talk personally my daughter's a month old now. She is one month old. That to me is mind blowing because it felt like just yesterday she was born. We were just having that conversation. It felt like just yesterday I was telling you, yo, dude, we're pregnant. Uh, it's, so, it's so interesting, right? You know, you watch time just kind of speed up, especially when the birthing process of a child happens. And um, I think just kind of, you know, watching you guys right now, it's, uh, it, it puts me back in thought and memory when we had... Uh, our son and our daughter, man. So very unique times that we're in. And um, with that uniqueness, uh, we've been getting some unique messages from you guys. So yeah, always. <laughs> I thank you for the feedback, Jeff and I, uh, from Instagram, uh, YouTube. Um, I mean, every sing- every single platform, you know. Um, I my think- boy's even on, on TikTok now, guys. I know, man. I'm about to start doing the Dougie. I, that's going to be my dance move. That's people don't know what the Dougie is, man. Yeah, I know, man. I just <laughs> aged myself. But uh, if you don't know what the Dougie is, then you, you shouldn't know what the Dougie is. But all right. So today we're back for episode number three, second season. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Consistency is something that you will always get for us from us. And um, I don't know. Why don't you fill us in, man? Some some thoughts that we've been working through and some topics and things like that that we're going to be discussing. I mean, one of the topics, I think it comes more so from some of the our agents that we talk to, some of our clients that kind of talk to us, you know, um, this hesitation in life. Right. And you and me kind of talked amongst us like, OK, like, where does this hesitation come from? Hey, well, this can be a kind of a topic like. So one of the things that we want to talk to you about is you guys about is how can you live a life boldly? Right? Yeah. It's one of those things where if you're not thinking this way, there's something inside of you that's probably stopping you. So I think that's kind of the topic of that we want to kind of dissect for you guys a little bit because it doesn't get talked about enough sometimes that, hey, you know, you're going to have the angels and the demons. You so, absolutely are. I mean, th- there's always a crossroad. You know, my mentor tells me, he says, Otis, in the moments of difficulty mm-hmm. is when your destiny is shaped. But that moment is normally a decision away from your life changing for the good or your life changing for the bad. Mm. And I think that leads into our topic today because yeah. we're going to be talking about some ways that you can master that uh, what Jeff was talking about, like an angel and demon. By the way, have you ever been in a situation and you know, like there's a decision to be made? Yeah. There's a, like, 
man, I could do it this way. I'll give you guys an example. Um, I play in a Sunday basketball league, <laughs> and uh, Jeff knows where I'm going. Yep. And um, there was this referee. He just started targeting me. Uh, for, I don't know. Maybe the guy just had a bad day. Maybe he heard a podcast. He didn't like what you said on one of the podcasts. I don't know. Maybe. or But I know that the demon was in me. The devil was about to get activated because uh, I wanted to lay hands on him in a non-spiritual way. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. But there was also this side of me that says that it wasn't worth it, mm. you know, because it wasn't flying on my shoulder like a real angel. You guys know what I'm talking about. But I think today is going to be helping a lot of us make decisions and a decision to master that inner critic, that inner angel, that inner demon, just kind of help you make the decision on which direction to go into when it is time to make a decision, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. What if I told you, or what if Jeff told you that you're one decision away from the lifestyle that you want, one decision away from that next promotion at your job? I'm willing to bet that if you could find a way to clamp down on the right idea, chances are, you'd be a whole hell of a lot further than where you wanted to be. 100%. So um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So mastering your inner critic, mm-hmm. right? Your angel, your demon. What are some things that we should be taking into consideration when discussing, um, you know, mastering that that voice that tells you go left or tells you to go right? Exactly what you just said, that voice, that internal dialogue. We all have it, yeah. right? We're always talking to ourselves. The moment you go quiet, guys, and I read this in a book, Go quiet and just breathe. You're going to find yourself that you start talking to yourself inside your own mind. So that internal dialogue, you should really be paying attention to what it is that you are telling yourself, right? And, and that, let's, let's use your basketball game, for example. You kind of said you want to lay hands, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's a demon inside of you, right? That, that's, one side, <laughs> that's one side of you that's telling you, hey, this situation, we, do, we can handle it like this. So what was the internal dialogue that made you not go that route? Um. I've practiced self-restraint. I mean, you just had your first kid and mm-hmm. uh, I have two kids, my oldest being eight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing about having kids is that it gives you a level, an abundance of patience. But I'm also a businessman mm-hmm. and I know that people respond differently in different situations. So right. I'm prepared a little bit different because when I give myself a chance to listen to myself, you know, like most people, they make a reaction just off of just straight instinct and straight gut. Right. And although that can be a good thing to do sometimes is to just respond from your gut. Sometimes you have to weigh it. Like yes. what's the risk? What's the, what's the reward? Because if you become aware of that, the, 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 the two voices that we're talking about, this in your head. So maybe there's, um, you may be at your, your job. And instead of laying hands on this referee like I wanted to, <laughs> Maybe it's an opportunity for you to get mad, right? Because your boss treats you the wrong way. Or maybe you have a client and they may say the wrong thing to you, mm-hmm. right? You can respond just like, you know, you mofo, POS, whatever. Yeah. But instead of doing that, you really have to have a perspective of compassion so that it can give you clarity. Yes. Does that make sense? No, it makes 100% sense. I think for me, listening to your internal dialogue, you can take it in 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 number of ways. And I think one of the things you mentioned earlier was when you really do start listening to the internal dialogue inside of you and really taking into account what it is it's telling you, that's when your life can change. Oh yeah. It's just we we fail to neglect what we actually think about a lot. You know, and we think that, hey, these thoughts they're not really helping me and they're hurting me. Well they kind of are. They're going either one or two ways. I'll give you an example. When when I had my little tumor in my toe um in December of last year, all I did was sit around on the couch without doing anything for the entire day. All my mind did was just 
run through itself. Mm, All yeah. I did was think, think, think. And through there, listening to what my thoughts were telling me, I realized I was very dissatisfied with life. And if I would have never listened to it, right? If I would have just kind of ignored him, like, nah, I'm just, I'm just bored here. I probably would have never made the change and we wouldn't be sitting here talking today. That's so true. So it's just, I like kind of what you said, right? I weighed the pros and cons. Okay, well, hey, I'm, I'm dissatisfied. That means something has to change. Where does that change start? Does it mean a career change? Does it mean, you know, a wife change? Does it mean, uh, I, I didn't know what I had to change. My wife's over there, by the way, guys, but she didn't catch that one. Um, some change had to happen. And in listening and really going with the gut feeling, like you kind of mentioned, a decision was made and Man, thank God I made that decision. So, man, I'm so glad you did. I mean, just think, just a year and you know, a couple months, your life really changed because you made a decision, right? You know, like for anybody that's listening to this right now, you know, going back to that statement of in moments of difficulty mm-hmm. is when your destiny is shaped. Lessons they happen like a merry-go-round. Yep. You know, I mean, it may be a long time in that you know merry-go-round where. A lesson is trying to knock you upside the head. I'll give you an example. I always knew I was supposed to be an entrepreneur. Like not in the sense of it's a fancy word, but I always know because I've just had this burning desire, one, but two, I've had a strong personality that's kind of hard to manage as a a supervisor, right? And you may be listening to this right now saying, man, that sounds like me. Well, Mm -hmm. here's the lesson in that is that I would always have like these opportunities from childhood. I would... Uh, being from Chicago, it snows in the winter, right? And in the winter months, that was an opportunity to make money because I would go and go shovel the snow. Mm, And Mm -hmm. in the summertime, I would, you know, sometimes mow some yards um, if my allergies wasn't acting up. But I started to notice that a little bit later on in life. My mom, family started a beauty salon and, you know, that opportunity came. And I remember getting ready to create something later on in life, um, a website for healthcare professionals. And that allowed me to now understand like that past, it's so relevant for my current right now, but also my future because I started to recognize the perspective. In fact, I think what I started to do, I started to give a definition to things, Mm -hmm. right? Because another point we were discussing before this was, was positive reframing, you know, because if you've, how many times have you tried something in the past? Like All the time. closely like business wise, you know, like uh, kids may listen to this and they may say, well, I tried to open up a, a lemonade stand mm-hmm. when I was younger. Right. But it just never worked. But ask yourself, can you reframe that to be less critical to gain more clarity? So like what would happen if you didn't quit? Yeah. I mean, I want you to just take the example that you gave everyone right now. Maybe it could be the smallest one, but you said you grew up in Chicago. It snows in the, in the in winter. Most people hate the winter in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. OK, <laughs> you, you realize that you positively reframed that for yourself because, yeah, you may have hated the snow, but you found a way to make money off that. Oh, that's a good point. So you, you turn something that most people say, hey, hey, man, time to make some money like this. That many people can do that, man, but they just choose to stick in the negative without listening to your internal dialogue and see, hey, how can I flip this positively for myself? Man, woe is me. It's cold outside. You know, it's a really good thought. I mean, you even just gave me some dialogue on that as well, too, because I think that some things are meant to test you. Mm. You know, you're listening to this right now and you're going through a tough time. So you may have a time in your relationship that is meant to build you. You know, I've been married. I've been with my wife for 16 years. I know I don't look um, 
old enough to be in a relationship that long. <laughs> but there's been trying times being in a relationship. But now that I know that that some of the things that in the moment that were looked at or meant for bad, they're actually, when I look back, they're they were generally used for good. Yeah. You know, because we made a decision in that moment to persevere, kind of get through it. But now we can look back and now it gives us this level of courage. Yeah. You know, we know things that look tough. They're really not that tough mm-hmm. anymore. You know, so listening to that inner critic and mastering is going to take a couple of these. I don't want to call them steps, but just maybe different perspectives. What else would you say is uh, something to keep in mind when you're trying to master your inner thought or that angel and that demon kind of knowing, hey, should I go left on this one? Should I punch the ref or should I shake his hand? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I think I think what most people have to kind of realize when they're going through the world, like you you mentioned, weigh the pros and cons. But at the same time, let's say, for example, there is an opportunity for you. There's something that you want to do, but you may not feel like you're too scared of what's going to happen. You're going to be in the same position anyways if you don't do it. Oh, my God. So it's kind of like you might as well go through with it because then what you realize when you start looking back on stuff, right? You start realizing, hey, that that problem that I had, that issue that I had, it helped me grow. It helped me change. And you start realizing, like, okay, I can beat all these bad issues. I can beat all these bad problems. So it's like if you don't give yourself the chance, if you don't practice, you know, some self-compassion for yourself you're going to be stuck in the same spot. So give yourself some grace. Like, hey, you're all learning. You always tell me this. Every master was once a disaster. We tell this to all our agents all the time because they're looking at the journey. They're not looking at the step right in front of them. Just take that first step. Take the first step, then to the next one. You can't see them roll down the road. Write that down. You, you put, I don't know when, when you were talking, I just had this epiphany of this movie called Groundhog Day with mm-hmm. uh, Bill Murray. You mm-hmm. seen it before? Uh, kind of, you probably know like old. the idea. Yeah, that, yeah. Like he was living the same day over and over mm-hmm. and over. And just like him living the same day to get to that one thing. I think most of us are in the same exact yeah. like uh, hypnotic rhythm. And as I was mentioning, okay, for the good, I noticed that I was supposed to be on this entrepreneurial Mm-hmm. path at some point um i know my um my mom used to call me lazy right mm-hmm. yeah and i'm i mean she's probably listening to this right now but i think mom what you may agree with or disagree with is that um i just found ways to do things better yeah without going the the manual route so in these moments where i was kind of going through things i started to realize that Hey, I, I, I'm meant to do something. Maybe I don't, you know, I got an older brother and my dad, they're like, like hands on guys, you know, mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. soft hands. Right? I'm, I belong in an office in yeah, a nice, yeah. cool condition. Man, that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> you know how many, you know how many of my friends would tell me, hey man, you need to learn how to do something. Why? I could just pay someone to do that. Like, <laughs> mom, come on, mom, you listening to this. That's what I would say. And yeah. she knows that about me now. Yeah. Like I just ordered a, uh, I'm going to give myself, I just ordered uh, a, a bidet and you can go on YouTube and figure that thing out for like 15 minutes. But I was like, yeah, I'll just get a handyman to do this. Yeah. But again, in these moments of difficulty, okay, you know the rest, fill in the blank. Let me give you something that you should be practicing. Self-compassion. Hmm. Okay. Be supportive, gentle, and understanding towards your inner critic. It's there to convict you for a reason, Right. By practicing self-compassion, what it's going to do is that it's going to help you reduce stress over time. It's going to promote resilience in your life. It's going to make you more capable when those challenges, when they do arise. 
I just know from going through situations and hopefully people that are listening right now, they can say, damn it, do it. I know that one situation that keeps coming up. Love yourself first, right? Give yourself some uh, what we call grace, uh, grace, yeah. right? Give yourself grace. Give yourself the opportunity to learn from that, right? Yeah. I've gained so much clarity, more from things that happened to me negatively, yeah. and I can turn that negative into a positive, right? Yeah. I want I want to kind of touch on that right there. One of the things that we tell you know all our agents is effort up fast, right? Effort up. <laughs> why? Why do we say that? Because from you messing up, you're going to learn. If you do everything right, you never learn the lesson. So for all you agents that are actually listening to this, just go F it up fast. Who cares? You will learn more from that mistake. We promise you. Guarantee most of success, if in any form, shape, fashion, is always going to come from failure. Yeah. The people who fail the most, they make the most of life. They create the most inventions that are most innovative. They make, you know, a higher income, right? Solving problems pays the most. Yeah, 100%. it really does. It that absolutely works. does. Right. In fact, I think another thing that needs to be said about this master and this inner critic is rejecting your BS. Mm. Now, mm. now, mm. now, watch this. <laughs> Some of y'all listening right now, and you like BS, man. I thought this was a PG podcast. <laughs> well, it is, but it ain't. But it is because you think BS in, you know, cow dung, that type of way. But when I say BS, rejecting your BS for us is your limiting belief systems. Okay, so like how do you approach things? Right. If you if you recognize any belief that's holding you back from reaching your goals, consciously reject it, you know. So like what's something maybe that you've worked through in the past where you found like it didn't work for you? Or, or or you, like what you said, maybe sitting down with this tumor on your toe, mm-hmm. like your belief systems that you had at that time to make you not want to move forward and do things, you know, that could have, you know, put you in a position. Like what are some things that you replaced with your belief system to make it more positive versus have a negative connotation? Having a scarcity mindset versus an abundant mindset. When I was a, when I was a teacher and I was sitting there with the tumor in my toe, one of the reasons why, and I think this goes for anyone that's considering leaving their job. Um, because they just they're tired of it they want more we just talked to someone right now that's so tired of their job right and it, it it's that limiting belief that like well if i don't have this job i can't really do anything else well you can it's just how hard are you going to want to work toward it now no one's saying go quit your job tomorrow and go go do something completely new if you want to good for you but you have to realize that if you never try you'll never know mm. right and most people are not willing to start all over right now there's so many layoffs <laughs> absolutely so many layoffs me and otis sit down on interviews every day all day okay all day. a lot of them are coming from i'll just give you an example the mortgage profession right and some of these mortgage professionals they've been in this industry for 15 20 30 years and then when you ask them like hey what, what did you love about it hey i loved helping people awesome fired up for you that you you have a good soul you know now are you willing to transfer that skill set into something else no they want to stay in mortgages why because it's safe there's an inner critic inside mm. them telling them like, hey, this is what you were meant to do. You can no longer do anything else because they think their age is a problem. They think they're not going to be good at it. Well, that limiting belief right there, you are screwed. You need to reject them. Hey, you can do whatever you want. How is it that I go from a teacher to a financial <laughs> professional in a year? Well, because I just I didn't listen to all the limiting beliefs that were inside my head. And granted, there were a lot of them. Absolutely. There were a lot of them like, hey, man, is this really going to work out for me? But you know what? Trust myself. 
and sky's the limit from there. I, I want to kind of piggyback on what you just said. Can can you elaborate on this? Most people they see themselves how other people see them. Yeah. So the moves that they make are based on the consensus on how people project their limitations onto you. Yeah. How do you respond to that when somebody's listening to this right now? Obviously, you know, a single mom, um, maybe she wants bigger and better, you know, that hardworking man uh, or young guy who's ready to work on a project or do something to just elevate their lifestyle or just help out a ton of people. But the surrounding that they're around keeps them limited to like their proximity circle. How do you get them to understand that they need to change their BS uh, belief system? How do you get them to change that belief system? And how do you get them to take action? You got to look at their environment. That environment can either hurt you or, or screw you. And I think that was one of the things that helped me initially was my environment around me was keeping me limited. Yeah. The the certain friends, the certain family members that would tell me, hey, you got to really, you have, a, you have it safe. Like, why, why are you going to ruin that when I was considering leaving the job? And stuff like that can really limit you. Um, so I think you need to get out of that environment. But, but you have to start keeping promises to yourself because when you start keeping promises to yourself, your own self-confidence will go up. And when yeah. your own self-confidence goes up, you really stop caring what other people are saying. And if you can just take one small one every single day, Man, after that, it's just kind of like they just start compounding like everything else. And you really start, you really get out of that comfort zone. You get out of that environment that you're in. You start ignoring everyone else because then you start zooming out. And if you can zoom out and you look at everyone else, like everyone else is doing the exact same thing. Is this how you want your life to look? If the advice you're taking from that surrounding person is not the life you want, don't take that advice. Mm. Right. And I think that right there is one of the hardest things to try to help someone because their proximity circle, oh. it's terrible. So, man, can the, um, can the church get an amen? <laughs> That's so good because as you, was, as you were speaking, I started thinking about some of the things that will limit us. I'll give you guys an example. Um, I noticed, like most people, Around the holidays, we get a little round around the midsection yeah, and stuff same. like that. What's the line we use? What's it? Waist yeah, less line? on your waist, less on, less on your plate, less on your waist. Less on your plate, less on your waist. But holidays, man, um, man, you know, it always takes takes me out. But anywho, in, in, in any matter, I uh, started to notice that this process of me eating heavy around the holidays, it always puts me in a state where I can lose the weight and I'm pretty good about that. But there's a there's like a big man and then there's a little man in me, right? And the little man has a louder voice sometimes. Hmm. So some of us, what we do is that we listen to this small thing. So you may be getting ready to work out or something, and you guys are, can relate with this. You give yourself an excuse. Um, my wife just left out of town. She and and you know normally we go to church on Sundays, but this little voice was like. Yeah, Otis, uh, you should just sit at home with the kids today. Like, you're fine. Like, you can chill. You can sit this one out. And as I'm approaching this new year, yeah, Otis, you know you're going to be able to lose this weight. But here's where the big voice came in, who has a smaller, like, project uh, 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 voice in my, in my mind, is um, I turned down the little man and I turned up the big man. The big man is the version of me who I want to become. And here's where I had to give myself some self-love. I said, Otis, I need to take control of my health. 
right? I need to reframe my mind and start thinking about this different because if I do the same thing, I'm going to get the same results. Mm -hmm. So here's what I started doing. I started putting some new definition to it. So now I'm staying accountable with our audience now. I'm uh, on this journey to to get abs. There you go. Right? I'm on this journey to get abs, right? So I'm watching what I eat, right? Garbage in, garbage out. I'm watching what I eat. I work out, right? I'm on my exercise for my abs and stuff. I'm down 11 pounds, by the way. 11 or 12 pounds. I got on the scale this morning. It was 199. I was fired up about that, right? But why why am I giving you guys this story? It's because if you don't master the voices that are in your head, here's the problem. You start listening to, the, to everything that comes in. Mm. You have to be the loudest voice in your head. So when it's time to say, now nah, I'm going to chill, you need to find a time to get on the accelerator. You need to go harder, right? I'm, I've never had abs, okay? So just let me just tell you that. I've never had abs, never. Same. Okay? I've had, like, you know, a keg, but <laughs> I've never had abs, right? And I'm just saying, you know what? I got to change this, right? So I start acknowledging that I can do things different, right? I also started giving myself more love and more compassion. And I started thinking about how I was limited on, yeah, okay, I know I can lose the weight, but how do I get past this? How do I go to the next level? And that leads and lands at the last place, which is you just got to learn what we just talked about and you got to take action. Yeah, you really do. You really do have to take action. So I get fired up about these conversations. I feel like I need to calm down because... I'm about to get sweaty over here and start. Hey, but this is this is what you guys put in the comments, man. You guys always send us, "Hey, Otis always gets so fired up." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, well, it's like, what's wrong with those eyebrows?" Like, man, he just he loves what he does, man. <laughs> they just stay up, man. My my eyebrows are like antennas, right? So, uh, this is just a conversation that we just wanted to have with you. And by the way, every conversation is produced. It comes from Jeff and I, and we're having these discussions on how we've dealt with situations in the past. Sure, we get ideas sometimes from, you know, maybe other entrepreneurs, but most of this is real life. We're kind of in the thick of it, or we've been through it, or we just, I don't know, maybe we're having a real life discussion with somebody. So if that somebody's listening to this, you know who you are. (laughs) Biggest word of advice right now that we can tell you, take action. That's it. Like listen to the voice and start taking some action and change your life. Yeah. So if you guys felt this message today, pium, pium, pium. We didn't mean to miss, by the way. Uh, this is called intentional hitting, right? This is called targeting. And uh, we just like your feedback. We thank you guys for subscribing to our conversations and being able to allow us to be a platform that can bring this conversations, maybe the ones that you want to have, but you don't know how to have. And we just ask that you guys like, you know, comment, subscribe. I'm sure there's a box somewhere going to pop up. Something, <laughs> right. However they do it on these things, right? Bing, right. Um, but we really want you guys feedback and, you know, to share this message. I think there's not a lot of people who can have this type of dialogue, right? So I'll turn it back to you, partner, and uh, you go ahead and land the plane for us. Guys, as always, it's a pleasure. Make sure you stay tuned for episode four dropping next week. It's sure to be a good one. Until then, love, peace.